Hey guys, welcome back to Dreamer to Entrepreneur. Today we are going to be talking about, I would say, one of our most requested topics, which is social media and which platform should you be using. So we are going to dive into three main ones, which is Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And then we actually have a special announcement for you guys at the very end of the episode. So make sure you listen through and stay tuned for something exciting. We are going to be starting very soon. Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast, a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life. You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. The really important thing with figuring out how to market and promote your business and what social media might be best for your business is to understand and know your customer or your client. So if you don't know your ideal customer or your ideal client, hop on over to episode six and give that a listen. I feel like Amanda and I both get people that ask us what social media platform is hot right now. And you know, I think everybody feels like they need to be on Instagram or they need to be on TikTok, but it's so dependent, like Amanda said, on your ideal client. So today we are going to just kind of dive into what we specifically use, which is Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And we'll talk to you about how we each use them. You know, Amanda being a product-based business, owning a boutique, and me being a service-based business. So just to share a couple stats about each platform. So first off, Facebook. It is still massively popular, but especially with the boomers, the baby boomers, and I would say the older millennials, that is who is primarily using Facebook and Facebook's primary feature. And the main thing that it pushes for its users to use are Facebook groups. Also utilizing Facebook ads, but Amanda, do you use Facebook ads? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I've never used them, but I know I've been hearing a lot that they have gotten expensive. They yeah. are. I definitely use them sparingly and I'll kind of see, I'll use them when I notice that a post is getting a lot of action, then I'll give them some to like boost it extra. Um, so I definitely try and only utilize it when I have a post that is already starting to perform well, just to kind of give it a little extra boost. Gotcha. But yeah, Facebook ads are beneficial. I actually um, heard from, it's like a, a friend of a friend who's in marketing up in New York. And they said, you know, like that's where to invest your money. Like mm-hmm. not necessarily print as so much anymore, but on Facebook ads, because that's where the people are. If you're going to spend money, if you have limited advertising budget, that might be an option to look at. Instagram. Obviously, we all know it has been at the top since I think it's been around since 2014, 15 is when it got really popular. 
But surprisingly, Instagram is starting to see a decline because of TikTok. Um, TikTok has kind of come in and taken the place or not taken the place, but starting to replace Instagram. But with that said, Instagram is still very much the most used platform out of millennials and Gen Z. And then everybody knows that TikTok is the big up and comer and they are predicting TikTok to be the most used platform by 2024. They are expecting it to replace Instagram and Facebook, which that really makes me think maybe I should start utilizing TikTok. I have never used TikTok because I felt I was too old for TikTok, (laughs) but feel like I might have to look into it. (laughs) The reason that TikTok is becoming so popular is because of people seeing success so quickly. You know, everybody's heard about people become influencers overnight because of TikTok. And I think part of that is because TikTok is still relatively new. There's not as many people on there. So you are more likely to get seen. So yeah, that's one thing to keep in mind. But again, it is still very much the younger generation. I would say the teenagers, the younger 20s using TikTok the most. However, as it grows, the older generations are starting to join in as well. And then Twitter. I did not know that Twitter was even really still a thing, but it is actually very, very much used in the sports industry, journalism, tech, and politics. So if you're in one of those industries, if your ideal client is in one of those industries, absolutely, you should be on Twitter. And they are predicting for Twitter to have a massive comeback within the next few years. And then also LinkedIn is absolutely by far the most sleeped on option. It has a surprising level of organic reach and it is now a content platform. It used to be kind of, you would just post a resume. So jobs and recruiters could see your resume. That's kind of a thing of the past. LinkedIn is very much a content platform and you can post videos and post and look at threads. You will get much more reach on LinkedIn since not so many people are posting and doing those things. Instagram, I would say, is your main social media platform, right? Oh, definitely. Because it's so like visual driven with photographs. It's all about photographs. Your feed is full of photographs. So having that visual content as a focus is really important for product-based businesses. And it's good for both. It has both short-term and long-term benefits. So Instagram is really great because it can, in the short term, it can help you gain new followers, create loyal customers. People are seeing your products and able to like and share and interact with them and interact with you. It also kind of works as like a secondary website. You are able to make sales and you can even link it to your website. So there's a lot of really great features. And again, we're visual people. We like to see things. We like to see pretty things. We like to follow. And sometimes you go down that rabbit hole of scrolling because you're seeing these things and it makes suggestions based on what you like. And one thing I've noticed too, with it being so visual based is you make sales faster using less money, less of your budget. And you can really create an authentic community on there. So you're able to have these interactions. You're able to 
like and share and comment. People can look at your stories. People can look at your highlights. People can look at your reels. Part of the whole, I guess, retail experience when you do have like a brick and mortar store is that connection you build with your customer. And Instagram is a way to kind of build that connection through an online portal. It's easier for customers to interact with you and you to interact with them than it is, you know, them trying to send you emails or contact you some other way. So it does create like a really great community and gives you an opportunity to kind of connect with your customers. So I completely agree with you. And I feel like, especially for a boutique or a product-based business that doesn't have a brick and mortar, it's kind of like your storefront. A lot of people probably when they go to the pop-ups and they see Dolly, your truck, they probably follow you on Instagram and already know about Dolly. And then they see it in person. They're like, oh my gosh, there's Blue Jean Boutique. Yes. Funny story. I was actually at church this Sunday and was recognized by someone (laughs) at church was like, oh, are you the Blue Jean girl? And I was like, yeah, that's me. You know, just from pictures on Instagram. And they recognized me just through that. So I thought that was kind of fun. And another thing I'll add, because it is such a visual platform, I think it's really important to invest in your photography invest in your content. If that means, you know, partnering up with a photographer, getting some really nice pictures done. So your contact looks professional. It looks like better quality. And I know sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to spend that money, but you can then use those same pictures in so many different ways. You can use them on your website and you can use them in your email marketing. That's another like kind of tip because it is so visual based is to get good quality pictures. Don't just throw up stuff to throw up stuff. Make sure your content is attractive and looks good. and makes people want to click it, makes people want to like it, makes people want to shop it. Yeah. And I'm just going to throw out a name right now because she's actually one of my business friends and she, her name is Shannon Sheehan and her handle on Instagram is Shannon Sheehan creative, but she is actually a, a product layout photographer. She specializes in, you know, how to lay out products and take a picture. And so I highly recommend following her on Instagram and she provides tips and all kinds of stuff on, you know, how to lay out your products and make it look professional because yeah, absolutely. It's so much more appealing to the buyer and makes you the seller look like a professional and not just like you're throwing up some clothes to sell, you know, how often do you post? I actually post every single day. So it can be a little overwhelming. You definitely want to post consistently. And one thing that I like to do kind of at the end of every month is I create a posting calendar and like stories calendar. So I'll print off like a blank calendar for the next month and loosely plan on what I'm going to post. That way I know what images, what graphics I need what kind of content I'm planning on creating. And then I also use that template to create e-blasts. Like, so if I'm marketing something on Instagram this week, I might also throw it up in an e-blast that goes out to customers. So I also use it to help me with, you know, other marketing. I definitely would be consistent and a minimum multiple times a week. Yeah. So that's interesting, which I know that you're a product-based business is promotes very differently than a service-based business. But for me, 
you know, obviously we don't have a product to promote, so we don't really need to take nice pictures of products and stuff like that, but we do have our services. So what I highly recommend is providing tips. I actually just had somebody this past weekend. They told me that they really like my content and were really surprised that I provide tips for free. I think one thing that will set you apart as a service provider is just giving away tips and tricks that you know, and just making your audience or your viewers trust you because, you know, I can give tips away for free and that people are still going to want to come and work with me. And I think that's one thing service providers kind of get in their head. They're like, well, why would I give this information out for free when I want these people to come and pay me to do this? And I would say, just get rid of that mindset and just try to be as helpful as you can. And I promise you by you doing that and you being authentic and trustworthy, people are going to come to you much more. And also, I know that you post every day for service providers. I feel like, you know, since we don't have products, I mean, absolutely. If Instagram is your platform and you love Instagram, go for it, do whatever you want. But I know for me, it was overwhelming when I started my business and the thought of having to create daily content and also provide the service that I'm doing for clients. It was just a lot. And so I say, you know, two posts a week, if you can be consistent with two posts a week and providing really valuable content, that is going to be perfectly fine. As long as you are being consistent and also another tip is to put your face out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I know a lot of service providers, they do the graphics or the carousels and it's just a whole feed of nothing but stuff created in Canva. And, you know, it can be absolutely beautiful, but people, they're going to get tips from those, but they're not going to connect with you through that. So creating a reel, putting actual pictures on there just so people can see your face. And once again, they can connect with you somehow and know who the person is that's going to be doing the service for them. And then two stories are really easy because they don't have to be so planned out. They can just be behind the scenes content, you working content, you packing it. It doesn't have to be so like neat and organized and thought out. It can kind of be a little bit more of that behind the scenes kind of vibe. That's another way to kind of not have to put a lot of thought into it, but you can kind of be a little bit more laid back with that. Not so planned out. Yeah. And it's definitely a way for, I feel like your viewers to see you on a more personal level. Like I know for me, my posts are more visuals. They are catered to podcasting and what I do as a business. But then on my stories, I post about my son or what I'm doing day to day. So it allows people to not just constantly see about podcast because I know people can get tired of that and they can kind of see me as a person and the behind the scenes of my day to day. So I think that's one awesome feature of stories. One thing that drives me absolutely crazy is, um, you know, I participate in all these shows and stuff. And like, I see so many people who just don't promote that they're going to be here. I'm going to be X, Y, Z. I'm going to be at this event. And they expect people to come up and show up and shop. And they don't because they don't know you're there. The one thing that I am always doing on my stories is promoting where I'm going to be at, where you can find me, where I'm popping up. 
I use it a lot to plug other businesses or other places as well. And it kind of works out because it's almost gotten to the point now where I'm getting approached a lot by people who want me. They know I do that. They know I promote the businesses and the stores or the places I'm at. So they're coming to me, wanting me to partner with them. Another area to kind of go along with Instagram and the whole like visual aspect of that platform is Pinterest. And I love Pinterest and I am in the process of learning more about it and how to use it best for my business. But definitely it's a great platform to go side and side with your Instagram. And also you can get a lot of good information as far as what content works best because you get the information about repins and pinning. So that's another one. I am hoping to explore more and get more information and utilize it more because I definitely feel like in the retail business that it is going to be a helpful tool to use for social media. Absolutely. Pinterest is a powerhouse, especially if you're a boutique or any kind of product-based business. It's insane. And like, I know when I started my business, I was like, what? People use Pinterest to grow their business because I used it for like home decor. And it is insane what it can do for business growth. I definitely still use Facebook and utilize Facebook because I see a different client on Facebook than I do on Instagram. And also with Facebook to get Google front page a lot, a lot of the times you can get on the Google front page through Facebook, which is a really nice feature about that. And it also can be just a major traffic source to your website. Yeah. Do you pretty much use the exact same content on Instagram or Facebook or do you switch it up? I personally do. And I will supplement my Facebook posts, but I will also kind of link them. So whenever it is posted on Instagram, it also posts to my Facebook at the same time because it is a lot, you know, I'm a one woman show here. I don't have a marketing department who can can do all the things for me. I got to do all the things for me. And then another thing I like about Facebook is you can also create like event pages to promote as well. That's a nice feature where you can have event pages and stuff, and then you can continue and post in there as well. Right. Yeah. Obviously you have a business page for Blue Jean. Do you also promote Blue Jean like on your personal page as well? You'd still do? Definitely. Because yeah, with Facebook, the reach is really difficult because you may have all these followers, but only like 10% are really seeing your post. So I definitely try and share from my personal page because I might have people, family members, friends who might not see the blue jean stuff, but might see it on my personal page and then they'll share it from there. So that's the nice thing too about Facebook is it's easier to share content. I know you can on Instagram through stories, but it's nice through your main page that you can share other people's posts and things as well. Do you use Facebook groups at all? Not a ton. I know a lot of retail businesses do have like VIP groups and things like that, which, you know, I've heard good things about. I just have never, mainly just for time reasons, I've never dove into it. Yeah. That makes total sense. When I first started my business, I obviously, I did not have a website. I had a portfolio that I used to send to clients. And so I created a Facebook business page 
And that was essentially quote unquote, my website. So my biggest thing for a recommendation for a service provider, if you're just starting out, don't worry about investing in a fancy website because you don't need it. In the beginning, a Facebook business page will work perfectly fine. Once I started building up my client base, I did get rid of my Facebook business page because it was just an unnecessary need for me at the time when I did get a website. But I have my personal Facebook business page. And really the only thing I use on Facebook is groups, Facebook groups, and they are massively beneficial. I know a lot of people think maybe Facebook is becoming a thing of the past and not really great for business promotion as far as being a service provider, but Facebook groups are very much where I feel like you can find clients. And so I am just going to share kind of what I've done. I know I've had people ask me about this, so I'm going to share what I do. So you want to find five Facebook groups that are where your ideal client hang out in. And what you want to do, you want to go in every single day for about 15 to 30 minutes a day. And you just want to network. You want to answer people's questions, regardless of if it's related to your industry. Like for me, for podcasting, I would go in and answer questions about just providing my advice for Instagram. If somebody had a question or balancing motherhood and business ownership, if that was a question, just answering every single question, providing valuable feedback, and then becoming known in that Facebook group, getting your name known. So then that way, when somebody does ask a question about your service, People are like, oh my gosh, Brittany, I remember her. She commented on me. She's a podcast manager. That's who I'm going to go to. So your name stays in the forefront. And then another thing is when somebody needs the service that you offer. So for instance, for me with a podcast, say somebody posts and they're like, I really need help with my podcast. Does anybody know anybody? So what I would do instead of going in and commenting on that post with words, I grab my phone, I record a short video and say something super simple like, Hey, I'm Brittany. I am a podcast manager for female entrepreneurs. I would absolutely love to work with you and name the show and then explain why you would like to work with it. Like just a short two to three minute video, put that on the post. And regardless if there are five comments or 3000 comments, your video will always be that first post because it's in video form and they're going to see your face. So it's going to set you apart from all of those other 3000 comments. Mm -hmm. And so again, you will be one of the ones that that person automatically wants to schedule a discovery call with. That's a good idea. Yeah. So those are some of the social medias that I use having a product-based industry, but I know you have things like LinkedIn. So how do you use LinkedIn for your business? Yeah. So LinkedIn is, I found it to be very beneficial and it's a platform that not a lot of people utilize. I know people think of it as being the corporate stuffy platform that's kind of boring and it's actually changing. It did used to be that way. And it kind of just used to be considered like the resume where you would put your resume on there and jobs would find you. And that's actually not the case anymore. I highly, highly recommend LinkedIn for service providers, especially for those wanting the more higher ticket 
clients that are willing to spend, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month on what they need. I've never posted on LinkedIn. I think I've posted, actually I did. I posted once when we launched our podcast, I made a post about that, but I have people messaging me weekly, asking about my services, asking to book a discovery call. And I've only posted once. And that just tells you right there how incredible LinkedIn is and underutilized. So I'm just going to share the two things that I do with my LinkedIn. So you want to optimize your profile. What I mean by that is you want to have a quality profile picture. You want to have a quality cover photo, just like you do with Facebook. You can even make them the same as your Facebook, but just make sure they are business related. Make sure you have, you know, your keywords and what you do in the, like that go along with your name. You want to make sure you have quality content in each section of your profile. So where it asks for your bio, do a three paragraph bio where it asks for previous jobs, you know, list those, make sure that every, you are utilizing every piece of your profile. So you can really show up in the searches. And then also you want to get to 500 connections. LinkedIn caps off at 500. So if you go to somebody's profile and they have more than 500, you will see 500 plus. So you want to get to 500 or more and connect with people that are actually going to be interested in your services. You know, I'm not just talking about going and connecting with everybody you come across. You want to make sure that you are connecting with people that are going to be interested in your services. And then I promise you when you are at 500 plus and you have an optimized profile, you will be getting people in your messages in those DMs interested in working with you. And you will never even have to post. But again, if your business does not cater to, if your ideal client is not utilizing LinkedIn, again, it's not going to be for you. I just think an important thing to keep in mind with all social media is to interact, interact. That's why it's called social media. You need to interact with your customers, interact with your clients, interact with potential clients, interact. Like that is what they're there for. That is why social is in the name because it is a place to be social. And you just have to do. And mm-hmm. I will tell you, I am not by any means an extrovert. My very first job I worked was at a Hollister. I was 17 years old and I was a greeter at the store. <laughs> we would have these specific taglines we had to say. And it was like something like, do you wear Hollister jeans? And I remember my boss, because I'm a people pleaser too. And she came up to me and she said, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's an 85-year-old man walking in the store, tell them, do you wear our Hollister jeans? And that stuck with me. Like she said, I don't care who it is, just do it. And I promise you, just do it and it will get easier. There'll be, there's going to be a lot of no's before you find yeses, but you just got to do it. And I promise you it gets easier. This is coming from a introvert. I am, Yeah, (laughs) but better believe it. I can get out there and fake it with the best of Yes. Yeah. And Um, I know a lot of us being women and moms, we are so, we're so hard on ourselves Mm -hmm. and think, I know me, especially when I started my business, I was like, oh my gosh, well, I need to have a full face of makeup on my hair done and all of this in order to take like a selfie or a reel or something, because I felt like I needed to look professional and all of this. And honestly, no, you do not. People just want to see you and your face. So as long as, like we said earlier, you're being consistent and you're just showing up, that's what matters. 
And also going back to what you were talking about with being social, absolutely. Yes. Communicate with other people, but I will tell you, I, do you get people that pop in your DMS and they're like, Hey girl, have you tried this product? Or like you, you just know you read three words and you just know it's so fake and they're not, they don't know anything about you. They don't care. They're just trying to sell a product. Yeah. That irks me to my core. Even, (laughs) Even service providers, they'll message me and they're like, oh my gosh, I love your most recent post, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, you do not. You're just trying to sell me something. (laughs) So my biggest thing is like, gosh, absolutely connect with people, but just be authentic. Don't be so busy. Yes. Just create a connection. Ask them how their day is. Just be authentically you. So we shared today what we specifically do for our businesses Neither one of us are in no way, shape or form an expert in any of these platforms, but you know, we do get people asking us about how we work our business. And so we are just sharing what we do. But while we were planning for this episode, we kind of had a light bulb moment and we're like, you know, why don't we get experts to come on the show in each platform and actually tell you guys exactly what you need to know about each platform? Because there are so many and they're all so different and they cater to different people. So... We are creating a mini series about social media. We will be doing special kind of short episodes interviewing experts on every single different platform. Yeah. So kind of in addition to our usual bi-weekly episodes, we will be having that mini series launch. So we're super excited about that and to get to share that with you guys as well. We know it will be very beneficial. Hopefully this episode was beneficial for you. If it was, we would really appreciate it. If you would go on over to Apple podcast, leave us a review, tell us, you know, if you are enjoying the podcast, just let us know. We would absolutely appreciate it. Thank you for listening to our mommy show. Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See you in two weeks. Have a good day.